Ah, yes. As we roll right along, hour number four, coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every single day. Hit us up on Twitter at Maggie Gray, at Mark Malusis, or at Moose and Maggie. Three ways you can go about doing that. Get back to your busy calls here momentarily. But uh, we're now being joined by the president of the Houston Astros, Reed Ryan, joins us now. Hey, Reed, Mark Malusis, Maggie Gray, thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Hey, guys, good morning to you. Glad to be here. You got it. Hey, Reed, glad to have you with us. And, I mean, congratulations on the season to this point. Most wins in the American League, although recently things have been a little bit dicey. You guys, 2-8 and eight in your last 10. And I'm just curious from your point of view, right, president of the team, if the team's going through a little bit of a funk, right, do you try to be more in the clubhouse and around the guys more offering words of encouragement, or do you try to stay away a little bit more and kind of keep your distance and let the guys just sort of figure it out on their own? No, you actually hit it right on the head. I, uh, I'm here in Arlington and was in the clubhouse yesterday and just making sure guys know, you know, hey, it's all good. And whether the team's going great or the team's struggling, you really have to be the same. And uh, guys see through folks that only show up around the good times. And so, uh, you know, it's a long season. you got to be consistent. And at the end of the day, it's 162, and it's the – you know, 10 teams with the best records out of that 162 that go to the postseason. And so what we have to try to do is really right the ship here. We've had a, a tough go since the all-star break, get our guys back healthy and uh, try to, you know, keep this lead and get to the postseason. Uh, Reed, I'm, I'm curious when right around the trade deadline, Dallas Keiko, one of your pitchers, critical uh, that the team didn't do more. You did add Liriano, other, you know, uh, what, what was your take on, on what Dallas had to say? You know, I've known Dallas a long time, and he's a great guy, and he's a competitor. And so, uh, look, you know, guys uh, voice their opinion. Uh, no issue with that whatsoever. Um, so, you know, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to make the team better. And, and I like the fact that our guys, uh, you know, have higher aspirations than just having the best record in the American League. So I think that's what you want to see from a competitor. And, uh, you know, it was one of those things that, in this day and age, uh, everything somebody says always is everywhere instantly. And so, um, you know, he caught a little bit of heat from some folks in town. But, but all in all, I'd rather have a guy that has a passion to win than, than not. Reed, do you go to a Dallas Keuchel, obviously so important to the team, or Josh Reddick, who said, you know, the team was, quote, like down in the dumps after, you know, you guys didn't add anyone, like major, major at the deadline. Do you go to them and try to explain to them what happened or, you know, are you just have your role as a front office executive? It's their role to be the player and you sort of, everyone has to kind of stay in their, in their lane, so to speak. Yeah, pretty much. You know, the way that it works here, our general manager, Jeff Luno, he's built this team and Jeff makes the call on all things, baseball operations. And so my role with the club is really more being a liaison between management, uh, ownership, our partners in the league and the club. And so, you know, I'm able to come in the clubhouse, visit with guys on a personal level, uh, explain things more from a 30,000-foot view. And, you know, whether you're a manager or you're a general manager, uh, it's harder to get one of those jobs than it is to be a big league player. And so I think when you lay it out there to guys and, and you know, explain the position of the club, where we are uh, versus other teams like the Yankees or the Dodgers, the plan that we have, the job that Jeff Luno has and the job that A.J. Hinch has, uh, you know, guys may have differing opinions, uh, but they're going to respect where you're coming from. And so I think honesty and transparency is the best way to go. And at the end of the day, everybody's wanting to achieve the same thing. They're wanting to be the final team 
playing at the end of the year, holding that trophy and uh, tasting that champagne. And so I think it's great that, that the Astros have a group of guys uh, that have that, you know, is their goal. And so uh, we're in a rough patch right now, but it's a long season. We're going to pull out of it. You know, Reed, with, with that being said, uh, is your general manager still going to try and be aggressive before August 31st of guys that do clear waivers? Well, you know, the thing is, we're always looking to improve the team. And, you know, whether it's bringing guys up from the minor leagues or it's going out and making a trade in 15, you know, we were really a surprise team. Uh, we went out and, and got Fires and Gomez. Uh, you know, we went out and got Kashmir. And so, you know, we got some veteran presence and we really went for it in, in 15. Uh, that's been the track record here with this club. Now, you know, there's the Astros aren't sleeping on anybody anymore. And so I think it's become tougher for Jeff to make deals because uh, people have been watching our farm system. They, they know that our, our farm system is one of the highest ranked. Um, they know where we are and, and you know, really what, uh, what our needs are. We, you know, we've not had a lot of left-handers in the pen. We've had some guys injured. And so, you know, I think there's probably more teams that, that don't want to, you know, help the Astros unless they get a really big haul. And with the model that we have, we've had to stay pretty disciplined in the fact that we're going to have to, you know, develop our talent from within uh, to be competitive for a long time. And so we're disciplined in our approach, and we'll keep working it every single day. I know Jeff's hard at it, and if we can improve the club, we will. We're talking with Reed Ryan. He's the president of the Astros. Well, Reed, you know, my day job is at Sports Illustrated. We pick you guys to win the World Series this year, two years ago. So no pressure or anything. Yeah, no, you know, no problem. And, and here's what's great. It, it's so nice to see guys like George Springer having the kind of year that everybody thought he was going to have, you know, having six all-stars this year. Uh, and look, right now we're down Will Harris, who was our all-star last year. Uh, we're down Correa. Uh, we've got to get McCullers back. I mean, you know, that's three all-stars right now. We just got Springer back, and even though we lost last night, it was a really good game. He hit a home run. Uh, you know, we had really a couple of bad breaks on a on a bunt back to Morton that he missed that would have probably changed that inning. So, you know, we're playing better baseball. We've, we've not really been full strength since before the all-star break, and uh, even then we had Keiko on the DL. So, you know, we're excited of where this team's going to go. we got some great young stars. They're going to be with us a long time. Jose Altuve is having an MVP season. Josh Reddick and Marwin Gonzalez both were all-stars, uh, but obviously with the amount we already had, uh, you know, both those guys are having great years. And so we're a dangerous team that can beat you a lot of ways. And early in the year, it seemed like everything went our way. And on this run, since the All-Star break, it seems like everything's gone our opponent's way. And so that's that's the game of baseball. And at the end of the day, it'll all kind of even out. Yeah, I mean, you guys have 71 wins right now. It's good you staked yourself to this big lead because these kinds of things do happen. We're talking with Reed Ryan. He's the president of the Astros. Reed, most people who are within the range of my voice have likely heard of your father, Nolan Ryan. And besides, before we get into maybe some memories you have of him and his playing career, you know, he works for the te the Texas Rangers right now. You work for the Houston Astros. You guys are playing in a series right now. I'm just curious, do you watch the games together? What's that like? How competitive are the two of you? Well, so that that's changed over the last couple of years. In 2013, my first year as president of the Astros, he was president of the Texas Rangers. Uh, but he actually sold out of the Rangers ownership group at the end of 13, and he has been working with us in Houston 
uh, since 14 um, as a consultant to our owner, myself, and our general manager. So we're all on the same team. Oh, apologies. I'm sorry about that. I thought Nolan was still with the Rangers. My bad. No, no, no. That's okay. It was uh, was one of those things that changed a couple years ago. Uh, so it's great. He's, you know, 70 now. Uh, he loves the game. He watches everyone on TV, goes to spring training with us. Uh, he obviously pitched longer than anybody in the history of baseball. He took the Rangers to two World Series. He was in the Astros front office in 05 when uh, we went to the World Series. And so he's got a long track record of success. And I think what's great about him is that he's uh, very much sits back and he waits for people to approach him. So he's not ever very, you know, he's not pushing his beliefs on people. And he, he's kind of a sage who's there around. And when guys want to visit with him, he's always uh, accessible. So that makes it makes it fun. And uh, today he's actually in Austin. Uh, Don Baylor, a uh, good friend of ours, we lost. Uh, he's going to the funeral today in Austin this morning. And uh, he and my mom will be down there. And Don was a, a longtime teammate with the Angels and a, and a great human being and somebody who always supported our family. And so uh, he's going to be representing us there today. Yeah, the league lost truly one of the great guys in Dude. Don Baylor this week. All right, let me ask another question so I can make up for the va- last question where I had my facts okay. wrong. I apologize for that. I really do. I hate when these those things happen. But I'm curious because you also played baseball, and I'm wondering what was your father like watching your games? So I, I loved it. It was great. Um, you know, when your dad plays 27 years, he's not there all the time for Little League, but he always took my brother and sister and I on the road. So we grew up, you know, in big league clubhouses. Uh, like a lot of the kids that you see working in the game today, Eduardo Perez, uh, had a very, very much a similar childhood, and he coached with us before going back to ESPN. And so we always shared a lot of stories. It was great. You know, I took BP in all the stadiums. I worked with big league pitching coaches and was fortunate enough to get to play in college. Uh, went to uh, TCU and, and played there and got drafted, played a couple years in the minor leagues. But I, I quickly learned to appreciate the greatness of my father. Uh, I was not born with the same God-given gifts that he had, but to see – how hard it is to even go through a minor league season as a player and to realize he played 27 years in the big leagues. Uh, it's just mind boggling guys like him and Cal Ripken and the greats that, that do it every single day and are able to do it for so long. Uh, it, it's really special. And so we just got back from Cooperstown. Uh, Jeff Bagwell went in uh, for the Astros. Pudge Rodriguez went in as a Ranger. Both those guys are longtime friends and, and so my dad was up there, and it's really fun to see him in that element of his Hall of Fame peers and, and the greatness of Cooperstown, and we had a big contingency with the Astros. And so uh, love this game of baseball. It's been nothing but a plus uh, having him as a father. He's a great dad. He was an unbelievable competitor, and he's great to have around just to be able to bounce ideas off of. Well, it's funny. Pudge Rodriguez just wrote a book, and it starts off with him catching your father as in one of his first games, I believe his first game. But you know, the only reason I ask about what it was like for you playing and having your father watch is because I interviewed the Griffies together, Ken Griffey mm-hmm. Jr. and Sr. And for the longest time, any time that Sr. showed up to one of Jr.'s games, he'd go over. Like he could not hit when his father was in the stands. His dad would leave and he'd look like Ken Griffey Jr. again. And it was just this mental hurdle that he had to get over. Well, you know, I think I had a little bit of that as well because uh, when your dad's playing, he doesn't see a ton of your game. Right. And so when he would come, it was a special occasion, and you would want to show him how good you were doing. And so uh, I think everybody has a tendency to do that. 
for me, one of the my favorite years was uh, I, I came back for a senior at TCU, actually signed after my senior year, and my dad had retired. And so he spent uh, the 94 baseball season as a volunteer assistant over at TCU. And it was great because he was there, you know, in the dugout every game. And the, the mental approach to the game, how you set up hitters, uh, you know, what you have that day, how you're going to pitch to your strengths, uh, the nuances of the game. It was just a very special year. And, you know, without his help that year, I don't think I would have ever, you know, been able to have the kind of year I had. And so uh, that was a treasured time. And uh, it was a real snapshot of, what it's like to be in a big league uh, dugout around greatness all the time. And so uh, very, very fortunate that he was able to do that that year. We're talking to Reed Ryan, president of the Texas, uh, of the Houston Astros. Reed, um, two before me, before we let you go. Number one is, um, you know, reportedly the, the Marlins are getting sold to a, a group that includes Derek Jeter, Michael Jordan, uh, Jeter running baseball operations. It would be good for baseball. Certainly. I mean, Jeter, we know how great he was as a player, but, but what about having two huge megastars like that back in the sport um, and, and having Jordan's influence to a degree, but also having Derek down there in South Beach running, uh, running the Marlins? Well, we'll find out more next week. We've got Major League Baseball meetings next week, and I've seen the same reports that, that everybody else has seen. Um, you know, my dad put a group together to buy the Rangers back in, uh, you know, the mid-2000s, and uh, they had a nice little run. And so I think there can be some real pluses to having guys uh, that have been in the sport, you know, Michael uh, Jordan obviously has had, you know, major league sports ownership before. And so uh, I, I would look at that as a plus, but obviously we don't know all the details yet. And uh, you know, the, the bottom line is that it's hard to put together that amount of money today to be able to do these deals. And so a lot of times it does take groups of individuals and, and how those groups are structured. 1.2 billion, still a lot of money, Reed. 1.2 billion, still a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. No, it takes a lot of money. And so, yeah, yeah that's, that, it's hard. Nobody's going to come in and write a check themselves. And so I think the interesting thing will be to see who's in the group and, and how it's structured and uh, how they go from there. Um, would you, with how successful your team has been this year, regardless uh, of the struggles as of late, and you mentioned that you're confident your team will turn around, and, and I believe, Maggie and I believe they will as well, would, if they don't have a great October run, Reed, would you look at this year as a disappointment? Um, you know, I think it would depend on the health of our players. Uh, you know, that's, that's a hard, tough question because I think when we're healthy, we're as good as anybody in baseball, and we've proven that. But that's the key to baseball. It's a marathon, not a sprint, and you got to be able to, to peak at the right time. And so, uh, you know, I think that's going to be the key is what's the team we take to postseason if we're fortunate enough to get there. And so I, we'll have to measure it at that time, uh, but just not, you know, cut and dry as to yes or no on that answer. Final one for me, Reed, before we let you go. Reed Ryan, president of the Astros. I read an article where you take a lap every home game and just talk to fans and, you know, just sort of see what's on their minds and maybe get advice from them or, or just keep them in the loop on things. And, you know, we're talking about millennials now with shorter attention spans. And I'm just curious, you know, if you feel like more changes are coming to the game and which ones you would like to see, if any, in terms of addressing that issue about length of the game, pace of play, action within the game, all those things. Well, so I have a special perspective because baseball and baseball fans have given my family everything we have. And so I hold baseball fans in in very high regard. And 
The reason I do the lap every night is because I want, one, fans to know I'm there. Two, you know, people want to interact with management, and a lot of times it's just to listen. But if you're, you're active on social media and you can't respond to everybody's tweets, but if you check it every couple of days, uh, you know, the fans will tell you what they're thinking. And so that's what I try to do is be very transparent, be open, and say here's our plan, communicate what our plan is to the fans. Um, and as far as the millennials go, uh, you know, people talk about baseball, but I, I think baseball is in great shape because people are interacting with our game uh, more than they ever have. You know, you look at our, you know, the app we have or how many games we stream or how people follow us on Twitter, the, the interaction they have with our players, the number of games we have. Uh, people are following the sport of baseball, and it, in some ways it's very regionalized. People get their teams and they stick with them. And we have a lot of stickiness. And uh, what's neat about Houston is there's a lot of people that have moved from other parts of the country because of the, the petrochemical industry. And so, you know, you have a Tigers or a Baltimore Orioles come in, and you see all these folks that grew up in that part of the world. And I think that's something special about our game is people keep their childhood teams. Uh, and so as far as millennials go, I think they're consuming in a different manner. But I think it's the same things that have made people love this game for 100 years. It's the connection to their community, the connection to their family, and the connection to the players. Reed Ryan, president of the Houston Astros. Reed, we appreciate a couple minutes this morning. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. All right. Be well. Thank you.